Yes, God is our God of hope. Let's you and I explore what hope is. So, what is hope? Well, the Merriam-Webster's Dictionary definition makes hope seem close to wish. It means to cherish a desire with anticipation, to want something to happen or be true. Whatever the details, hope in general means a desire for things to change for the better and to want that better situation very much. Hope reduces feelings of helplessness, increases happiness, reduces stress, and helps to improve our quality of life. Hope is critical when going through the dark nights of grief. If we lose hope, then those dark nights of grief will cause our heart to become sick. The Bible tells us in Proverbs 13, 12, hope deferred makes the heart sick. A person without hope sees everything as if through a dark cloud. Without hope, a person is unable to look beyond their present moment. Without hope, a person is unable to anticipate that things are able to be different to become better. Hopelessness often leads to despair, which is accompanied by sickness in their heart, just as the proverb tells us. Sick hearts easily become self-centered, full of fear, ungrateful, bitter, angry, and hurtful. And you've heard the phrase, hurt people hurt people. A heart that is sick causes a person to lash out at others, to build walls around themselves so as to insulate them from others or to push them away. Hopelessness will cause someone to isolate themselves even further, where their heart becomes covered in calluses. For someone who is grieving, it's easy to lose hope in today's crazy, mixed-up world. You know, we really are living in clown world. And there are things which will happen in our lives and our world for which we can find no human explanation. That's when we trust God and hope only in Him. It is only Jesus Christ who can remove the callousness of the heart. Now, here are some of the characteristics of someone who is hopeful. A hopeful person cultivates optimism. Cultivate means to nurture, to encourage, to develop, to promote, or to improve. And optimism is a positive mental attitude characterized by hope and confidence in success and a confident future. Now, optimists are those who expect good things to happen, whereas the opposite is a pessimist, who is someone that has a negative attitude and is always looking at detrimental outcomes. Now, there's a difference between hope and optimism. Optimism is the belief that things will turn out well or go our way. Hope means believing that while everything that happens to us might not be good, the experiences that challenge us are ultimately for our good and growth. And hope involves the courage to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Hope is about resilience. It's about mental toughness. So as to think through a rough situation with a biblical worldview. Now, optimism is found in our thoughts, 
in our self-talk, which is superficial. But hope is a much, much deeper state of being. A hopeful person constantly develops their awareness of being in self-control. When the Holy Spirit is guiding our life, then self-control is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit as found in Galatians 5, verses 22 through 23. A hopeful person builds up their problem-solving ability because of their positive attitude of, no matter what happens, God is in control. And He will help me in every good way to address this problem, to work through this problem, and to then carefully and lovingly help others going through the same problem. How does someone develop or nurture or encourage or promotes or works to improve hope? Well, a hopeful person overcomes negative things that are thrown at them because they have an attitude of gratitude. Practicing gratitude is the key. Gratitude is the characteristic of being thankful, a readiness to show appreciation for someone or something and to return kindness. Our hope is revived when we pause to reflect on the good things that have happened or to remember just how far we've already come and we are grateful to God and to others who were there to help us along. Hope is commonly used to mean a wish. Its strength is the strength of the person's desire. But in the Bible, hope is the confident expectation of what God has promised and hope's strength is in God's faithfulness. Now we hear in Romans 15 verse 13, Now the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. In that verse, the Apostle Paul refers to the Lord as the God of hope, which is an unusual but important description for God and found nowhere else in the Old or New Testament. So what does this mean, the God of hope? The encouraging answer for us as believers in Christ Jesus is twofold. First, our all-powerful creator of everything and redeemer God is the only source who can give us true hope. This hope is for right now, here in the present life we are living. As we read in John 4, verse 14, where Jesus Christ tells us that, Whosoever drinketh of the water that I shall give him shall never thirst. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life. And in 1 Peter 1, verse 4, and for the one to come, an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, and that fadeth not away, reserved in heaven for you. Even more amazing is that Paul in Romans 15, verse 13, desired that we would abound or literally overflow with hope. God does this through the power of the Holy Ghost, blessing his people with all joy and peace in believing as they trust in him. Second, God is also the object of our hope. In Psalm 73, verses 25 through 26, we read, Whom have I in heaven but thee? And there is none upon earth that I desire beside thee. My flesh and my heart faileth, 
but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Then in Hebrews 12, verse 2, we read that we are to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Now, let's go back to Proverbs 13, verse 12. We read that hope deferred makes the heart sick. Well, here's the rest of that verse. But a longing fulfilled is a tree of life. What does that mean? That longing can also be understood to be our desire, our hope, our prayer, something that has been achieved, that has been realized, that has been fulfilled, and it is a tree of life. Well, what is a tree of life? Here it represents the restoration of the life-giving presence of God. So, to put it this way, it can mean that hope delayed does make our hearts sick, but a hope fulfilled has restored the life-giving presence of God. Because we live in a sin-cursed world empty of true hope, we must focus on the God of hope, not the problems of this life or on our own strength or on the strength of others, but rather only on the strength of God as revealed in the Bible. Yes, we are going to grieve. We are going to have trials and tragedies and tribulations as they are guaranteed. Therefore, ever more so must we focus on the God of our only hope and salvation found only in Jesus Christ, our Lord, our provider, our healer, our everything our hope. Amen.